Hello, my name is Joshua Gilliland, attorney blogger on Bowtie Law and with Jessica Meterson on The Legal Geeks. Today, I will discuss how discovery is a messy business. And the subject matter that you can see in discovery today because of electronically stored information is far broader than a lot of people realize. However, U.S. Senior Judge John Cain highlighted this in a powerful opinion named Loza v. All-Phase Landscape Construction, uh, Lexus Citation, 2014, U.S. District, Lexus 7135, from the District of Colorado, January 21st, 2014. This is a stunning case that a lot of people didn't notice because it's not about predictive coding. It's not about giant metadata fields being requested. It's not some epic slugfest. It's an employment dispute. And we have one plaintiff suing a defendant company, and the defendants want a bunch of different discovery. And they go down the list of all the things that they want, and the judge breaks down each issue, and in my opinion, nails each one. The first one, shocking request, the defendants wanted to see what internet searches the plaintiff's girlfriend conducted on her computer because it was the girlfriend who did the Google search to find the plaintiff's attorney. That was granted. Now, this is stunning to think about because doing a Google search for a friend to find a lawyer could be relevant to a lawsuit. The court explained it was relevant because it added the full story of the timing of events. While not a huge issue, think about how do you go out and acquire that information? That would mean a forensic expert has to come in, analysis has to be performed on the plaintiff's girlfriend's computer to see what she searched for and when. Well, when you think about this, this could be broader than a computer. You, they could use an app on a tablet device, uh, be it Google, Yahoo, pick your favorite one, Bing, and search on a tablet. It changes the game slightly, but it's the same premise of what was done and on what device was the search performed. Now, other lessons from this case are fascinating, where the plaintiff said, hey, these computers that you want this additional electronically stored information off of, well, they're broken and we can't start them, therefore, you know, it's not reasonably accessible. And the judge took the position, that's not the lawyer's call. If there's electronically stored information that's subject to a lawsuit and it's on a computer, what the issue of whether or not it is reasonably accessible it's a question of fact, and you need an expert declaration saying whether or not it is reasonably accessible or if it's not reasonably accessible and what steps have to be performed to make it reasonably accessible. This probably could have been resolved very quickly of an expert coming in, looking at the device, try booting it up, using the different tools that a computer expert would have and being able to file an affidavit saying it's toast and there's no more data on it, and we're going to have to go other places. Or 
uh, if it could be restored and what steps would have to be done to restore it. Now the final part in this case also dealt with cell phones and in it the plaintiffs objected to cell phones being um, sought saying that the call records between the two parties were already in the defendant's possession therefore they didn't have a right to it and the court disagreed because the court was smart enough to know there is a big difference between a cell phone today and a phone of 20 years ago it's more than a call log that you can get from a service provider. Phones can have pictures, they can have notes, they can have voice memos, they can have internet searches on them, they can have contacts, they can have apps, they can have text messages. I mean, there's, there's really a lot of information that could be on a phone. When you think about the fact that a 64 gigabyte smartphone could hold more than all the works of Beethoven, you realize that you're dealing with a lot of information that could be, you know, carried on a person in a small four-inch device. So fascinating case, and I, and I do highly recommend checking it out because it's a beautiful case study of what could be the subject of a discovery dispute and raises wonderful issues of collection, preservation, the scope of discovery, and how you should tailor your requests to go after electronically stored information. Thank you very much, and I appreciate you listening.